What's good? What's going on, man? Your boy Pharrell. I'm just Jamie on. And welcome back to whatever episode number this is of Make It a Podcast. <laughs> um, how you been feeling last couple weeks? Last couple weeks. Last week. I feel great. I got to go home and hang with my friends. I feel amazing. Miss it a little bit. Wait, where's home for you? South Carolina. You saw that? What? Joe had. Hello? Yo, 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 yo. That's all. I have to read. But, um, yeah, so you said, like, it was fun? Yeah. What'd you do? Um, I got drunk. I went out. You got drunk? Yeah. I'm an adult. You got drunk? Went out to, um, where we go? In the tin roof for like a second. Oh, we saw nudity. We tried our best to take video footage of nudity. You got some, but they wouldn't allow camera lenses and mics in. So they told me I had to take the camera lens off my camera and mic and just bring in the body. Like, how does that even make sense? Yeah. So I didn't get to film nudity, but I did film this vlog that I am trying to make like a first episode of a TV show. I think. Honestly, when you talk loud, too loud, and it clips on audio, the thing turns red. It does? Yo. It's not changing. Nah, because sometimes when you talk, I see, see, you saw it? You just see, like, it literally just turned red. Oh, well, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that that was kind of crazy. I didn't even look at those clips, but you're saying you try to make it like a uh, a TV show. How's that process going for you? And why you're doing this? Why are you doing this? Because I feel like I'm doing it because this makes YouTube interesting for me. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen people take well, I know they're out there, but the people I've been researching so far has been like short films. I'm like, why don't we just make days in the life a short film of your life, but then try to make them flow together and speak on your experiences and stuff. Now I'm not doing that little text carriages at the bottom. I'm going to actually do voiceovers. And when you watch shows like Euphoria or the Easter ratio insecure, mm-hmm. it's like you can feel those feelings and moves in the show. And sometimes these episodes don't flow. And I feel like that's what makes it a great show. They're successful. So I want to try it on YouTube. I feel it. That's, that's amazing. How was your weekend? Were you? Uh, I need to go watch that. Uh, I'm, I'm talking my avatar the way of water. Let me go watch that. Uh, my weekend, weekend. You said weekend? Yeah. Oh well, weekend was all right. Um, I would say week, but I guess the weekend kind of is a whole chunk of the weekend. We left Thursday, came back Sunday. It was very eye-opening for me. It was definitely a trip that I thought I needed because I just needed to get grounded some. And I wouldn't say I was technically lost, but now I have to come back from that trip. You know, my mom put the pressure on me of becoming a photographer. And that I feel like I've been avoiding that for the longest. And now I have to... She pushed me off the deep end because she brought me a camera that I said I wanted, and she bought it for me. So now I got to go do it, and... Don't want to do it, but hey, I got to, and to keep on promise, I'm the man of my word, and being pushed off the defense is very scary at times, and it's not like I don't know what's going to happen. I, well, I don't know what's going to happen, and I watched the video today. I think her name is Elizabeth Chu. Elizabeth Chu, shout out her. You know what it is? Nah. Oh, so shout out Elizabeth Chu. Well, I think she was reading a book, and she was saying how if you don't live your life with uncertainty, then that is when you become very, that's when you lose the joy, the excitement of things that come out of life. And I always look at life as a scale. Either you're going to do stuff now that's comfortable for you, and then it's going to bring you anxiety later, or you're going to do stuff that brings you anxiety up front and is comfortable for you later. And I've realized, think, throughout life, if you do those things that bring anxiety first, then you do 
then it becomes comfortable. Those are the things that will allow you to grow versus vice versa. When you do things the opposite way, that allows you to stay in the same place or just fail within life. And I think that's something that really got, I was thinking about all weekend, especially after I got the camera. And also just been thinking about the direction of how I want to take my YouTube channel and came to a more, I can't, I, yeah, let me talk longer. I came to a more realization of what that was today. And that's another thing, just taking a leap of faith. I just don't know what's happening at all. But it's like, I know what kind of the stuff that I do on my channel, I do and I know what I want, I know what I want to look like. And I know who kind of, I know what, what channels I want to be similar as to uh, similar to but is they're not who exactly who i want to be but yeah so i think this weekend was really just an eye-opener eye-opening weekend got me a little bit on edge and it's like i just look at it as every year we always say we change and we become better so this has to be the start of it so yeah uh, so it's not it's not shit you gotta do. The pictures in you that bad? Yeah, it's horrible. I don't want to do it, but it's like I gotta do it. Damn, you know, taking a leap of faith. Very much right in there. So, I basically scaled it up, but I feel like you summarized a leap of faith for you, and I feel like a leap of faith for me is just basically you on the same scales, but to is that a silver? My bad. Is that a silver or blue or purple do red? Green. Oh, okay. I guess to break it down in similarest term, the leap of faith is just doing something you don't normally do. Yeah. And honestly, after taking this corporate job, I think once you're in corporate, you kind of get into your system and rhythm of doing things because it's usually the same thing over and over and over. Maybe different forms of you doing the same thing, but it's still the same thing. And... I think I told you that this weekend with the camera. When I got the camera, I was like, oh, even when we was going to ask Nudie, I said, this is the first time in a long time that I had this feeling. And I was just taking a leap of faith. I haven't had the take a leap of faith feeling since I got my job. So what does that feeling feel like for you? One word. Um, hell. <laughs> like, that's literally what it feels like. It, if, when I take a leap of faith, it literally feels just like I am losing. That's what it feels like. Like you, like you ever, you like you ever have a goal, like a really serious goal that you know you really want to meet. And then you like months go by, you realize, dang, you didn't meet it, and then you're like, fuck, what am I doing with my life? And it's like, it's like a, oh my gosh, I'm horrible. Like I don't know. That's what I do. Like, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. Like, uh, I feel bad. Like, and I go, I just start spiraling out. But when you take a leap of faith, I feel that same feeling of spiral, spiraling out and anxiety about the future. But it's up front. It's not, it's not like a slow buildup. It's a boom buildup. And then it's like it slowly fades away. And that's, and that's what taking a leap of faith feels like to me. I feel like I just feel butterfly. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's all I feel. No, that's like, that's how, like, because <laughs> it's like, it's so much that be going through my head. Not like you about to die. No, nah, like, I just be, it's so much something that be going through my head. Like, I just be like, oh, gosh. And I know the best way to make yourself not feel that much of hell that's going on is trick your brain into feeling excited. Um, That's one tactic. I think that worked for me when I first got my job. I was like, I'm not nervous. I'm not scared. I'm excited because your body has the same exact feelings for excitement as it does for nervousness, nervousness, and anxiety. And that's what they train Olympic athletes and just world-class athletes to think about when they have big games or big track meets. It's to feel excited. You're not scared or you're not nervous. You're excited. And I used to do that. But now I think I got into the business of detaching myself from reality. Are you good, bro? I don't know where I put that book. Detaching myself from reality or detaching myself from the person that I am. 
And what I mean by that is it sounds scary when you say it. And I haven't took this approach yet, but I'm just something new I'm trying. So I, it could lead to a major imposter syndrome. It may. But I don't know. And I've been through it. I've been, no. I've been through imposter, imposter syndrome before. But when I say I detach myself, so I know these different, the, the, person, the person that you are today are for your life experiences. So that means that life experiences change you, can change you as well. So when I go through these these experiences that are of a person that I want to be, but I'm not that person yet, in a way you're feeling anxiety because yourself, your body is trying to tell you, hey, we don't like doing this because we're changing or we don't know what's going to happen. Basically, it's you becoming somebody else. You're becoming somebody else because you're not the same you you were last year or year before that. Or you had life experiences. So what I like, what I'm start doing now is detaching myself from the me now and start attaching myself to whoever I want to be in that in those in that person's choices. So and I'm, I mean, I feel like it's worked a little bit, and it helped me like with anxiety, like. Saying, oh, I feel so nervous about this situation. I'm feeling so nervous about the uncertainty of what's going to happen. I think, okay, who do I want to be? What would he do? He would do X, Y, Z in this situation. So let's do X, Y, Z. And then I don't even think about what's happening in front of me. I just do based on who I want to be. And I don't care about nothing else. I just think, what would this person do? And then he'll do it. So do it. Literally what I do. It's crazy. When I take a leap, um, it's literally like, Something at the last minute, and this is like, I just do it. Uh-huh. It's like, it'd be like the very last minute. Like, if I had to go talk to Nudy, I would have just, like, it would have just came out. I wouldn't remember nothing in my head. It was like it's black. like, rather you say yes or no. So you just black out. Yeah, I just black out and do it. If it happens, then boom, did it. Not. Right. Then it's like, it's kind of, no, it's kind of odd because, like, I be in my head preparing myself. Like, I was in the car, like, it was getting, I wasn't thinking about nothing. We, if you realize it, I don't know if you realize it, but on the car, on the way to Nudie, we did not say a single word to each other, and we did not play a single song. Yeah, I didn't play music at all. Yeah. So, like, going there, I was like, okay, yeah, we got to Nudie, whatever. When we were about to turn to the parking lot, and we got to that light. We started that that red light. I start thinking, oh, F word. I have to think about what to say to this guy if I see him. So I'm like, okay, what can I say? I'm going through the list. I'm like, okay, what is, what's my pitch? What's my pitch? What's my pitch? I'm like, okay, this is my pitch. Boom. All right, boom. This is, and this is exactly what I'm going to say. I can't, if I feel like if I come up to you and just say X, Y, Z, I'm going to end up stuttering because I already know I have so many thoughts going through my brain already. I can't just come up. If whenever I come up to you, say something to you, you already thought about what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I mean, I already had in my head, like, if I had to talk, hey, I'm just a college student. And, uh, yeah, it has your lot of yeah. photography, photography, <laughs> yeah. photography class, and I do YouTube. Yeah. So that was going to come out first. And then as I say, hey, I'm in college, and I just want to shoot your show for free. If something came out after that, would not know what's happening. So that so how do you deal with so you don't feel any anxiety or how you deal with the butterflies? Will you? I mean, I didn't have butterflies with Nudie because I I know his music, but I don't know who he is, like what he looks like. So when he was like, "We just saw Nudie," I was just like, "Oh, okay." And that's the other thing I don't understand why you don't do because I didn't like. I know for a fact if I gotta go meet somebody, I know I have to know what that person looks like just in case if I randomly bump into them. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why you didn't do that. I didn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not like. Oh my god, I gotta look them up. I'm just like. What you be see me introduce yourself, Ryan? But you don't. Know, I mean, you not. You're not gonna introduce yourself because you don't know what he look like. Wait, he and he's not gonna introduce himself because he don't know who you are. Are you duty? <laughs> Oh, no. oh my gosh! But yeah, that was my situation. But other things, I mean, I get anxious, and then like I feel like for careers, I will take my leap. That was when the last time you felt 
you felt like you when was the last time you took a leap of faith that wasn't nudie? Um probably when I talked to Tiffany for two hours on Zoom. Can't recite the conversation. Oh, it's a, who's Tiffany? Okay, yeah, I want to say I don't know my boss. My man. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I didn't know who Tip. But um, yeah, when I talked to my boss on Zoom for your, for your interview for your job you have now, yeah, gotcha. Can't tell you what was said, but I know she thought I was a great conversationalist. I remember saying, "I'm not good at having conversations." And see if he's like, <laughs> my friend is like, no, that girl ain't no. He don't know how to talk to people, but with money on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not good at talking to people at all. She was like, I can't tell. This was a great conversation. And we talked for two hours. Yeah, he, huh. bro, the only thing bro saw was that green. He was like, I got it. I'm going to get the money. But yeah. That's, well, that's interesting. But like, I would say for you though, like that was only like, I was about to say that was only a couple months ago, but that's damn, damn near six months, bro. Yeah, four. December, bro. Yeah, I just did a, I got a clip in my video from four months ago, which is December. And then it's like, now look at this. It's like crazy. Yeah. Do you think taking leaps of faith multiple times in a time span is positive or negative for your life like just taking a lot of leap of faith you have your whole life i think when you take an abundance of leaps of faith that you i think you would think that is negatively negative impact you because the amount of emotion and stress that you're putting on yourself to make things happen out of thin air it's like it's, it's gonna be hard up front but then, just like we know, once you do something hard a bunch of times, yeah, you, get used to it. you get used to it, and then you're really good at it, you know? And I think, honestly, that's a muscle that I haven't stretched in a long time, personally. Because I feel like in college, I can't tell you, but I feel like we was taking a lot of leaps of faith. I can't, I feel like, okay, doing YouTube, posting ourselves, putting ourselves out there, we didn't see that as a leap of faith. That's that's a leap of faith. I don't know. My brain is like, no, this Kobe take lots of leaps of faith. No, but it works. I could not call a manager thirty times in a week to get on set. I couldn't do that. I mean, I mean, I would feel annoying. That's why, because if somebody did to me, I'd be like, I'm blind. I mean, you should have to keep. I mean, yeah, but it, but you know that's his career, so yeah. It's like, but I'm saying like. When you look at people like that, I'd be like, wow, I don't know how you do it. I'll call her three times, text them three times. I'll get a response. I'm like, no, we're doing him. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I just think we think like that because it's not our, our main thing. Mm -hmm. And we, like, for instance, I would say, what's something that's equivalent to that? If we don't have anything equivalent to that, we hit up Jada Jones. Oh, no. But, but yeah, we did. It's nobody that. We just kept hitting up, hitting up, hitting up. I never done that. I feel, I feel like I can't do that. I, well, I can do that, but I don't We never, like, hit him up. I hit Elliot, But Elliot, I used to talk to Elliot. Yeah, I always, like, swipe on story. Yeah, yeah. I, I Kelly up on Snapchat, he replied. He did? Yeah, he had just did something, like, snap me, and I saw the picture, and then he snapped back, and was, like, something, like, laugh out loud. That was it. Oh, wow. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think we should start doing that. Let's take a hell of a leap of faith. Let's do it. Let's hit corner up. Let's hang up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like on this new thing too with takes a leap, taking leaps of faith. I kind of heard a YouTube video today. I shout out, shout out Elizabeth Chu getting no, off. Shout out, uh, shout out Bria Jones, phenomenal girl, gorgeous. A YouTuber, uh, she was she dropped a video today. Well, today or recently, saying how to sum it up: put good energy out there, you can get good energy back. And thinking of a scarcity mindset, I mean, I feel I, I, the book I gave you talks about that, and I feel like I that's something that you forget. Like you have to wake up every day and think to yourself, "Oh, today's all." Today's gonna be a good day. I remember I used to do that. Um, today's gonna be a good day. 
I'm going to get some good news today. Literally, every time I did that, I wouldn't probably get good news. Every, that was my fault. But I would, I probably wouldn't get uh, good news that day. But I would tell you, like, my life was 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 sure enough happier than um sure enough happier than what it was when I wasn't thinking like that. And also talking about Lisa Face when she I guess she quit her corporate job and started doing full time did full time on YouTube, made it like a made it like twelve months or eight ten months something like that, hundred thousand subs or whatever. Yeah, I'd be saying stuff like that. I'd be like, Sorry. <laughs> no, on facts. I be thinking that same thing, and I just think like, and she was just like, I just knew it was going to work. I didn't know how, whatever. I just knew it was going to work. Shout out, wholesome Simon. Watched him today. Uh, he was talking about how he took a gap year and for college, and how he was trying so hard for the YouTube thing to work. And he ended up growing his channel like fifty, sixty thousand subscribers. He you know, failing with his small business as well at the same time, and. Stuff didn't really end up happening what he had work to do in a sixteen month span. So he ended up having to go back to the the college. But right before he went back to college, he did one final stretch was to create creator camp. And after he created creator camp, he got twenty plus creators. They all shared uh, their like knowledge and helped each other grow, whatever. And through that, and uh, through a wholesome house, whatever thing before creator camp. He ended up becoming like a full time YouTuber. And then right before he went back to school, seven days before, Hopper gave him a uh gave him a sponsorship for him to go to Africa because two years ago he had did uh, when he first started a little journey sixteen months ago. When he first started a little journey, he did a, a video that had a fundraiser to uh, help build this school. Mm-hmm. Hopper said, "Okay, we're gonna send you to that school." Cause we know you don't have enough money to. We're gonna sponsor you to see you to that school. Seven days before, uh, he goes go go to college. So he's like, okay, cool. This is a great way to, to end my gap, gap traveling around the world. He did that. Came back to school. He did that. Went back to college. But by that time, like he's on YouTube, he's making it. And I just realized after giving those two stories that in life, if you are destined. Or you just made up in your mind that this is the outcome that's going to happen. The outcome is most likely going to happen. But nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen the way you want it to happen, the way you thought it was going to happen. But it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like how we said we wanted to move to Atlanta. I want to live in a Skyrise apartment, whatever. You you always say you want to Florida City windows. I didn't care about Florida City But we got them. Now, is it the way that I thought I was going to get it? Hell no. Hell no. But I got the motherfucker. You know? Like, I'm I'm like, I'm starting to think now, I'm like, I said I want to make $20,000 a month this year. Like, I want, that's something that I want to do. And I'm over here like, damn, I got to do photography. I ain't never, I'm thinking <laughs> about doing this job. And I'm, now I'm over here like, and now watch, now watch 20, probably be like a, a huge part of my income that starts. I'm just like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it, but, Nigga said he wanted twenty thousand dollars a month. Now I'm making twenty fucking thousand dollars a month. You know, and it's like, and you making twenty thousand dollars a month, you give a fuck why I came out. You know, like shit, I got twenty thousand dollars a month. You know, but yeah, I just think, like Bria said, you attach yourself to a goal, and you are you you are made up in your mind that it's going to happen, and you just working towards it. Things will start to fall in place, and you just know things are going to bounce your way. It may not happen the way you want it to, but hey, it's going to happen. What do you do if the elite fails? If the elite fails, yeah. It's like what you define as that. Don't get what you want. And, you know, it's. I think. Did I say that? I think I need to say that. I don't know. I haven't said it in a long time, but I feel like whenever you take a leap of leap of uh, faith, you don't ever fail. You don't ever fail, and I know it's so cliche to say. Oh, if you don't feel you'll learn something like nah, it's like you literally can't feel like let's say when I start taking photography pictures, whatever, I know for a fact that I'm gonna make money. And I know for a fact I'm probably gonna get to a point where I will get that I won't be making a lot of money. I don't see it failing. Uh, I don't and then when you when you bet on like it not failing, it cannot fail. Like 
Well, you took the leap of faith to go get a job, to go to a boot to Atlanta. Eat every job interview, you told yourself you got it. You told yourself you got it. And even if you didn't get the job interview, you probably were saying about it, but you knew for a fact you going to move to Atlanta. You know how it's going to work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I was about to say. Okay, I didn't get this one. I'm going to get the next one. Or I got something better. Like, I always say that. Yeah. There's no way you can fail, really, if you take your leaps of faith. But why is it so scary to take them? I don't know. Probably because it's a big life decision usually. I feel like it's like those moments when we watch TV and we get sick for the character almost. Like when, if y'all watch Snowfall, she shot Teddy. Uh, and in that moment. ruined it for so many people. Go ahead. But in that moment, it's like, um, like what, what just happened? Because it's like those moments are pivotal moments that we don't know, but deja vu this is the moment that i changed our life that's probably why we get nervous for it because this is a life-changing moment in the timeline that could veer off into two different directions yeah if it happens your life will go up if it doesn't happen your life can stay the same or go down or something better so i feel like now like those are pivotal moments that can change the timeline for your life that makes so much sense and i'm always kind of Forget on myself about it. Like, we always like every year, it gotta change. Like, we gotta go up every year. It's going up every year. It's going up and it's not gonna stop. It's been like that for the last four years. It gotta, it gotta keep on going. Yet, I would say in the last what, eight months, almost a year, I haven't done anything different. Until now, I'm like, it's totally different. But I haven't done anything different. But now, I'm doing something really different. I'm like, okay, now what's what? What is this? Like, what's going to become with this? And it's so frightening. Yet the award should be so amazing. How? Like, as sorry, sorry guys. I don't know why. As humans, we're scared of we're scared of the change when the change can literally be the improvement of our lives. Yeah. It's unpredictable. Yeah. So how do we know if the leave of faith is right? You don't know. You don't know. I, I've also heard someone say you might start a journey and think it's going to go the way you want it to go, but literally it's helping you gain skills for something else that you don't know at the time, and then you, that pivots you to something else. Like, really, I'm like, dang, that kind of happened in my life to a certain extent just now. But I'm just like, who would have thought freshman year in 2018, us saying, we're going to do a YouTube series in that, in that dorm, Ceno 102. Well, A? Well, Ceno 102, Ceno Hall, now Pat Singleton Young Hall at Coast Carolina. It was 102. You didn't even put you you didn't even put the rule. I don't think so. It was a one or two. But uh we could go look at the video. But yeah, who would have thought that at that moment changed the whole trajectory of our future? Crazy as hell. So it's like we don't know what journey we're on. We're just on one. And we just and we just Know and feel that we're in the right direction. What? What you laughing about? <laughs> no, I was thinking earlier. I was like, if you have it in your mind that it can't fail, it won't fail. Niggas been doing YouTube for five years. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying just fail it, but it's like I don't see it failing. I like, I like doing it for fun, not nah. without the stuff that come with it. It would be nice to have that stuff. I definitely want that stuff, but. I always think, like, what would I be doing if I didn't come home and head it? I would not know who the F I am. <laughs> I'd be looking at other people around work and what they do after work. It's like we go get beers, we go home with a sleep, or we go home and just do more work that I don't get paid for. Yeah, and it, it angers me when I see certain people, like even friends-wise, I'm like, it's Saturday, 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 
me and you, we up in a coffee shop. I'm calling you like, hey, bro, let's go to a coffee shop. Okay, cool. We got the coffee shop working. Then we got to go do this today. Then we got to do this. All these things we had to do before 1 p.m. is getting done. 1 p.m. comes around. People are like, it's like, yo, hit the group chat. Yo, what everybody doing? Still in bed. I'm like, yo, what the heck? I don't know. But then again, like, it's like this. I can't even say that. Because I'm like, so when we get to the point to where we are who we want to be on YouTube, what's that thing that's going to keep us alive past that? Because at, I know for a fact it's going to get to a point to where YouTube's going to feel like work. So then you have to go back, retract, backtrack, and find out how to balance. Because, like, we don't know that yet because we haven't been through that. So it's going to happen. Yeah, I already know what I'm doing. What? Are oh, you going to paint? I just don't have free time to paint. I was about to say, I'm making clothes at the motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be painting hearts and murals around whatever city I'm in. Huh? And probably open up a school for painting. They would probably wrap and make some fucking clothes, honestly. That's honestly what I'll probably be doing. Damn, is my wife still on? Yeah, it's still on. Yeah. Oh my God. I know they like, bro, what is Terrell doing that mic? My bad. Shit. But yeah, um, anxiety is, I mean, not anxiety. Taking a, taking a leap of face and taking so many, I think. I think that's uh I think it's necessary. I think that's what we need to do more often. Feel like one of those preachers. <clears throat> I challenge you this week to take a leap of faith with your life. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. And it's gonna work out. And it's gonna be a blessing. You know? <laughs> it may not look like it. It may look ugly, but it's gonna be a blessing. It's gonna be a blessing. Uh we hit every question. We did? Yeah. I mean, what time are we at? 32 minutes. Oh. Well, let's get the let's get the 40. Okay. Let's get the 40. So take a leap of faith. Last leap of faith you probably took four months ago. Last leap of faith I took is shit. June 2022, I would think. Leap of faith and career wise. Have you ever taken a leap of faith? And it didn't work out. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm how, but I can't really think of one right off the fly. I was, I was literally when I asked that question, I started thinking about mine because I know you gotta speak on yours. Yeah, because I know you're gonna ask me. No, but for saying is like, I think I treat leaps of faith like I treat approaching women, talking to women. If it don't go my way, I don't remember it. Like literally, I don't remember it. I I don't remember if it hasn't. I don't. I don't. What's the What's the time that you failed? Think about okay. Now think about that. That and there was a leap of faith. I can't even remember the times I failed. <laughs> that that's the crazy part of it. Maybe videos that don't make it, but I mean, I always be like, oh God, I got something better. Than you. I have so many. It's like <laughs> yeah, like belly my ones. Hey, all you failures, I mean, it's just learning, I guess. Learning what to do better next. Yeah. Um, I feel like the last time that I can remember now is when we were at Honda that day, and I didn't get approved for that white CRV like yours. Not CRV. Civic. The white Civic like yours. You know? Yeah. Or the first time I didn't get approved for an American Express card. You didn't get it to. You didn't get approved for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, not the not the flex. Look, not the flex. Like God did. <laughs> now I got two. But yeah, that's about it. I think now I'm thinking about. It, I think that video where um that H and M video that was a big thing for me because since before that time I was just for a whole year vlogging in my house or doing videos in my house. Then at that point, I had to go out in public, and I was scared as hell. I was fighting. I think that's probably another reason why I couldn't pick an outfit, because I was just so in my head about it. I just black out. So you just black out? Yeah. Couldn't black out. Sometimes I try to force myself, like, black out, black out, black out. 
I can't. And then I started to think, do I curse so much? So I'm like, you say you detach yourself from yourself to become this guy. Uh, At that time, I didn't know. I for now forgot. Like I think after a while, once you, once you stop taking so many leaps of faith, you kind of forget the skill set of taking leaps of faith. And I literally forgot that's a skill that I used when I went to um got my job interview and just moved to Atlanta. But I want to be the type of guy that has X Y Z X Y Z X Y Z. So I didn't think about it. I wish I would have thought about it. I feel like maybe me blacking out is disassociating because like, but you basically like you saying. I like with job interviews. I know I need this. Yeah, so I was like, I have to do this, and then boom, another personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's just my way of detaching, disassociating. Yeah, I don't. Or like, maybe it's like I can put on Jamie on in those moments, and be like, Jamie on is like that guy. Yeah, that's that's literally how I think. Then I'll be like. A lot. I gotta go be real. I gotta go be real. I gotta go be your boy real. I gotta go be your like this is that's like to be real. To be real, you want to be No, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm about to say. Yeah, to, yeah. Like I remember Byron talking about that. That's the demonic spirit. I'm like, nah, I'm like, I just don't. If you're not doing it, you don't understand it. But it's like sometimes things are. Sp- you put on so much stress, so much pressure that you, it's almost like you, black you, you can't be yourself. <laughs> you look like, I have to be something. So I have to be somebody that's not me to, cause I can't do this, but I know somebody else can. And it's like, you think about like the most higher, higher, most positive version of yourself. And you put that first. And once you put that person first, it's like all that little, that little, like, I'm too small, little, that little kid stuff mm. is going out the window. It literally does. I don't know how to, I'm not saying I don't know how to explain it. I just explained it. Like, <laughs> I get it. I see what Travis Scott looks like. Like, La Demon. Like, <laughs> Drake, Drizzy. I'm Drizzy. Like, I get it. Puff done went through so many nicknames, P. Diddy, like, Sean Combs, like, who is Jay-Z? Is it Hove? Like, it, like, is it S. Carter? And then, yeah. Like, I, I just don't get it, man. Detaching yourself. Bro. And, I, and, and honestly, that's when the imposter syndrome kicks in. Imposter syndrome, if you guys don't know, is like when you don't really think you deserve what you have or what you've done. That kicks in after you, after you detach yourself and you get exactly what you wanted and then you come back down to earth and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like, you, did that happen to you? I don't know. It happened to me. I didn't, I was like, damn, am I good enough for my job? Am I scamming people? I mean, I mean, I'd just be like, dang, I didn't pay deeds. Huh? Like, I'd just be like, dang, I didn't paint this. Oh, like, I still can't believe I painted this. Really? I don't think I did it. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I can't, I don't even remember painting this. But I wonder why people don't talk about this more. I don't know. Like, like you, you creating stuff that you don't even, you can't even remember, like, you doing. And you just, like, like a switch. You just turn it off and then. Well, you probably can remember you doing it, but you don't remember your thought process of what was when you just they like done. It's done. I don't get like is it cycle. Somebody, I think somebody needs to study that shit. You said somebody needs to study. <laughs> yeah, because like, why the heck is detaching yourself from like experiences that are too stressful? Beneficial, and then I'll, and then I'm starting to think, okay, well now what if you do? Then what if you detach yourself from these things, from these stressful events, so much that you do lose the sense of who you are? Like, who am I? I think about that too. No, 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 no. I know who I am. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like. 
I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like you were saying, like, taking leaps of faith so many times. As you take it so many times, if you don't get used to taking leaps of faith and you just continue, like, just detach yourself from the leaps of faith. But then you said earlier, like, you're just trying to become that person you already know in the future. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every leap of faith or every detachment, you just become the more of that you're person. Detaching your old self to become this new person. Yeah. So it's like every time you do that, you're shedding your skin. Yeah. And just getting closer to the next. Yeah. People and people don't understand that me and Cindy were talking about that. People don't understand that that's a real thing. Like, because I think it's accelerating the process because you're not who you were three years ago at all. But if you start taking leaps of faith, you won't be the person you was last week. Like, you won't be the person you was yesterday type junk. Like, you're accelerating the process of shedding that skin instead of slowly coming out of it or over the span of three years, five years. And that shit is crazy. I want to meet somebody who hasn't changed. I'm about to say. <laughs> you got family in them. Like, I got family. Never changed. Come on now. Oh, we should interview somebody who's never changed. Well, you know, whatever you are, you're the head. And my. You should advise somebody. I know you know a lot. Only the one person. Oh, Florence. The only person I talk to from Florida every day. Wow. Let's see they won't get his part of podcast. Billion listeners to this podcast. Exactly. But yeah. The only friend I have is never the same. But I feel like it's like you said over the weekend, going back, grounds you. I feel like. Well, I've been talking to her since 2015 on the phone, just about every day. And I feel like that person just humbles me to make me realize every day, like, this is something or a life that I can never go back to. Damn. Like, it motivates you in a way. Yeah, because wow. when you get on the phone with them, it's always the news or gossip around town. It's like, everybody's the same every woman in the town is the same every man just messing with the same women and everybody's the same from high school so it's like hearing that just has me like i know that i'm doing better anybody in my hometown that came up with who's still there damn well you know just like humbling the way like i might not be where i want to be but when i get to that point it's going to be like, what you call it? What's that guy's name? Jack Harlow was saying, like, I know eventually that person is going to be on the phone, like, I need money for this. I need money for that. Like, oh, you got a lot of money now. Like, it already happens now. So it's like, it's going to be more horrible. Yeah. Then that's when you know it's like, it's trying to let him go. Damn. You basically just broadcast to the whole world that you're going to let your friend go. <laughs> at us as, as you reach a certain point of success it's seasons in life wow and he doubled down on it he said it's seasons. i mean it's like once you already see the behavior i get it from where you were to where i'm at now i know when i get there it's gonna be 10 times worse yeah so it's like i can't keep that humbling experience anymore i have to big head when i said you know you don't humble yourself. Hmm? You don't humble yourself. How do you humble yourself? I, I humble myself all the time. I always be like, I always be like, and if you had every, if you, the way, the way, the Nick can't talk. I would not be where I am if I knew everything. If I knew what, I, if I knew what I was talking about, I would not be here. I'll be somewhere way better than this. You know? I guess, but then I I see it as, of course, I humble myself from the guy because he gave me everything. But like you say that, I don't know if it makes sense, but it makes sense in my head. If I didn't know what I know now, I would be in Florence. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. When you put it like that, it's <laughs> not, I mean, yeah. When you put it like that, yeah. Like I do, I do know something. <laughs> no, like don't get it fucked up. Like I yeah, do know really something. So act like I know everything, but. Usually the people I talk to or surround myself with don't know nothing. Yeah, or they have a question. <laughs> not don't know nothing, but 
Say what's your shit. I have a question. Like, we're on the same career paths, and I have the experience to give them the knowledge. Huh? I'm saying, like, some people I talk to, I have the experience to give them the knowledge. So it's like, yeah, I know a lot for where I'm at now. Especially at 23. I don't know another 23-year-old besides us two. And I guess some of your friends, like, that knows as much as we know. Or I'm always a mature person in the room, like, at my job. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get that. I try to... And people tell us that all the time. Oh, you're y'all so young. I always hate when people tell me that. And I, I think I told you that. Like, I hate when people say, oh, you're so young. You got time. No, no, F you don't. Because there's niggas I age way more successful than that. So, uh, them niggas learn some shit that I don't fucking know. So, and it's like, I'm not trying... To already know, I'm not the average 23 year old. 20, I'm not 23, 22 year old because I don't do the average. <laughs> because I don't do that. I don't do that. The average thing those people do on a daily anyway. So it's like it's no, it's it's no shocker that I'm not the like the average one. I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to be pitted up against people who not. You know, to do what I'm doing. So basically, it's like, for example, I'm a basketball player. We basketball players, whatever. Yeah, we right like we was in co- we in college, we was in college, hooping out, whatever. They people come tell us, oh, you guys aren't like the regular college players, whatever. We're not looking at that. We're looking at the niggas in the league and the NBA. We want to get compared to them. We don't want to get compared to the people in high school or who people in college because. We know we're better than them. We want to get compared to the people with the best. So I want to get, I want to be in that conversation. So when people tell me, oh, you're not like the average one, you didn't (laughs) skip me. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, since we're here in life, not say, I guess at this point, say it, say it, say it, say it. Oh, that's it, girl. Maybe it's hard for me to humble myself because people be like, you're so young be 23 at this age and the people I work with, this is their dream job. And it's okay. like, but you could have been here at 23, but you're here at 40. No, yeah, it get, no, it get to a certain point that like when, like when people older than me try to tell me certain stuff, I'd be like, please shut up. Cause yeah. it's like, you're, it's like, obviously you're about the average person of the people person in your age range. So I wouldn't want to listen to somebody like you Okay, so, like, okay, you was a millionaire at fifty. Heck yeah, I'm gonna listen up to you because you're not you're not the average fifty year old. So if I'm not the average person for my age range, why would I listen to somebody who's the average person in their age range? Doesn't yeah. fucking make sense. Nah, nah, well, that's fact. That was like I had a teacher. Oh, now now it's not like we talking about shit. Nah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I had a teacher. She was saying in the graphic design field, it's best that you get a job every a new job every three years. I'm like, no. I mean, it sounded smart in the process. I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. But no, <laughs> I'm not doing the new job every three years. You got to start over from rock bottom and work your way back up. I mean, you get paid more. Yeah, but where I work now, you get a salary increase uh, a year every six months. Yeah. So it's like, why would I do that when three years from now, I'll be almost at I think that's just, I think, because I, I think your job is just like, scarcity because you know we say most people jobs they like they don't like it's, they tell people you have to hop from job to job because your job is not going to give you an increase like another company will give you a cre- increase like come come starting it you know what i'm saying like you can be making fifty eight thousand right now you go to another uh you go to a, another company and they'll say oh we want to offer you sixty five thousand because you're your experience over here but your job might be like well you make it fifty eight, we'll bump you up to sixty. Or we might we might work you with the fifty eight fifty eight ninety five. You what the fuck? Nigga, I'm about to take this sixty five out of the girl. Nigga, I'm about to leave. Fuck you. No, that was, I mean, because that's the normal that's the normal thing in like the corporate yeah. world. That's what people put hop hop around so bad. But yeah, well, you know, but we're getting off topic anyway. Guys, this is the off topic podcast. Um but yeah, leave some fate, humbling yourself. Yeah, gotta do it. I don't know about the umbler. But yeah. I challenge you to take more leaps of faith and I challenge you to 
humble yourself by stop comparing yourself to the little boys in the in the farm. I told you that. I told you that when we was in college. I said people try to. We're big fish in a pond. We need to be big fish in the ocean. Stop that shit. We gotta stop that shit. And like you could, like I said, comparing yourself to. Like I said, I I keep myself humble, humble because I can't. It's not humble. It's humble. I hate that you say humble. Uh, I got I keep myself humble because I compare myself against the best people. I'm like, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z. You say you don't keep yourself humble because you compare yourself against the little people. And I'm saying, we you already know you're not like them, so it's like, why why are you compare yourself to them? Yeah, at that point, you just try to make yourself feel big. Like compare yourself to the people that are better than you and compare yourself to the people that are actually like the people you want to be like versus the people who are nothing like you. Yeah. 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 That shit went through one year and not the other. He ain't done. He ain't like But yeah. Like, I watch big people that I want to be like and I keep them in my head. But you compare your life to the to the niggas that Ain't nothing like you. Because I thank God that I'm not here. I mean, yeah, you can do that for sure. But then you better to know. It's kind of weird. Huh? Think you better than it's kind of weird. I'm not saying I think I'm better than them in a cocky way. It's just like I know the path I took in life. It's a, yeah, you made the right choice. Yeah, you made the right choice. Yeah, you made the right choices. And they had the same opportunity to do so. Yeah, and they didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not about to go to them and be like, hey, I'm better than you. Like, if they come to me and be like, hey, bro, what do you do to get here? And then I'll let them know or tell them. Tell me, yeah. No, because, you know, because, I mean, talk about the people you're talking about. They would do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never been that type of person. No. Even though it may seem like I wasn't outside, if you're genuine, I'll be it. I try every day with one. Just What? What? I try to better one person every day. Oh, I thought you said I try to better better every day at one. It's like I'm like, dang, he talked to the same person at one o'clock and he try to better their life and they don't listen. I'm like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, off the podcast. Off the podcast. I'm like, I don't know what that shit is. What is it? But yeah, like God. talking to me at twelve, so who's talking to me at one? I'm talking to me at one. I mean twelve. I was like, you don't talk to me. I don't have nothing to talk about. Well yeah guys, um thanks for listening to the podcast, man. Uh we out peace.